when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. So many women are photographed looking like they're having an orgasm doing stupid nonsensical things just in general in but this general, but this one focuses on salad okay yeah yeah i just get that. to make it seem like salad is so amazing you're going to be like oh my god salad in japan there's this ad that uh, i've seen a lot for these uh red bean ice cream bars um that uh, I, i'm sure the the gist of it is like uh you know they will they will cure your constipation forever um, and keep things ro- rolling the way they should. Um, but they have this, this like, uh, you know, sort of uh, prim, satisfied-looking, like, 40-something woman holding the holding the ice cream bar, just making this face, like, you know, I've discovered the secret of life, and it's in this bar. Right. It's it's actually, I, this this isn't funny, but it's, um, it's the sexism inherent in it. You wouldn't see a million men laughing hysterically over a salad. It's just a, it's just one of those things that you, women look at and go, really? That's so but, dumb. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I'm not denying that there's that there's uh, an inherent sexism in this. But I mean, aren't there aren't there like other stereotypical dumb things you see men doing in ads? Like, oh, of course, absolutely. But it's it's just one of those things that you're like you recognize as a woman like that. That's just incredibly dumb. And whereas, like, I think most guys wouldn't think it was dumb that a guy was grilling, grilling and laughing. Like, I don't. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what what, uh, what it is about. Well, I know I don't think guys are shown laughing in ads unless it's like I'm trying you know to think what, what, what you know is, what it is it is you know what it is and again not funny it's the whole smile sweetheart that's oh, that's why you know who it's does sexist. that all the time and it's infuriating mm-hmm. Alex Trebek <laughs> does like he really uh, yeah he you know like oh, all the time so like you know like what? like Marjorie you're looking awfully serious why don't you smile before Double Jeopardy uh, oh he does it constantly what are good it's lines what are good lines for women to say to men on the street who just or anyone who just says smile smile sweetheart what's wrong? Uh, what's the response what's a great line to come back my friend told me you should say why did you just fall oh that's good yeah or you know I don't know I'm trying to think of funny responses for that um. Why didn't? Uh, sorry, you'll have to turn me upside down. That's, that's not good at all. Not at all. No, uh, I'm laughing at the fact that your brain actually came up with that one. Um, <laughs> it's I don't hot know. in here, people. I mean, I'm yeah. It's it's first. Uh, I'm a writer, so like I come up with the good comebacks like two days later. Uh, and no, you're not. Uh, you're an improv star and a podcaster. That's true, but but also, see, I'm not. I'm I'm not a victim of sexism. So so my my brain isn't primed uh, to to lash out in response. Mm. And also, I'm now a full time college student, and <laughs> uh, and it's like 97 degrees in in our studio. So you're just like your brain is fried. Uh, yes. So I have been. Uh, I I enrolled at uh, the University of Washington, or as we call it in Seattle, the U of W. Uh, no, we do not. No, uh, it's you wash. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, no, totally you wash. No, you wash. You wash. No, you wash. Uh, I am. Uh, I am studying Japanese, uh, the Japanese Sh- language. Shocking. And uh, I love I, how you just clarified the Japanese language versus because people were worried that you were studying Japanese. What sumo oh, wrestling or well, that maybe it's a class on art on, on uh, Japanese advertisements and the women who laugh at salads in them. <laughs> That's uh, exactly what I thought. That's yeah. That's what everyone thought. Thank you for clarifying. So uh, class is going well. Um, I really, really didn't know what I was getting into. Uh, I sort of thought, hey, I'll you take thought this. I'd be Russian. I'll take this summer <laughs> class that's fifteen credits, and I'll just like take this class and do some other stuff. Uh, it's like eight hours a day. 
Uh, and uh, so uh, it's great. It's be- because I don't have to like think about anything important, and my uh, during that time, and my grade does not matter at all. Has no yeah. effect on my life whatsoever. Uh, and sometimes amusing things happen in class. Like uh, for example, um, uh, we had to fill in the blank in the sentence. Uh, Japanese anime is known uh, is is famous, world famous for blank. And uh, the girl that I was partnered with for this exercise looked at me and said in English, "How do you say girls with big tits?" Unbelievable. And uh, this really happened, and the teacher was standing right there, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Am I supposed to translate this or not? So I did. And and because so many Japanese, um, uh, so many loan words in Japanese sound like racist English interpretations, was it something like bigatita? Nope. Or something like that? Uh, no, okina jiji. Okay, Gigi, that totally sounds like... <laughs> okay, not Gigi. That totally sounds like I'm just going to say it over and over <laughs> until, until none of our fans remain. Okay, but but it's G- quite, you Gigi? have to admit, it's quite related to this week's book. Absolutely. Gigi, did you say? Chichi. Chichi. Of course that's tits. Um, yeah, isn't that, it's, isn't that like sometimes used to mean the same thing in I English? Did it come so. from Japanese? Did... Is it just a coincidence? Is it like every language in the world like says the same thing just because like naturally that's what you would say? Do you know how to say big balls? Uh, no, I don't. Mm. Uh, I don't even know how to say balls at all in Japanese. Boru. I'm going to say boru. Boruza. Boruza. Boruza? Uh-huh. Chichi. Balls tits? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, ball breasts. All right, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I'm sure you can get a, uh, a, a Japanese comic book where that is a recurring theme. Uh, yeah, so, so um, like almost everyone else in my class is a child. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's great. I get to say things like, uh, uh, "I got my driver's license 25 years ago." Uh, <laughs> That's awesome because they're totally like gearing it towards the youngins. Yep, and um, it's uh, yeah, you know they wear they wear sweats to class. It uh, it seems like a really good life. Is it um uh, like what is it like Jap- Japan Japanese like three point oh three oh one or yeah it's three point oh Japanese it's a it's, whole different version of Japanese it's, uh, yeah it's third year Japanese. Oh, I was just guessing. That was a good guess. That's that's amazing. <laughs> you get a prize. I do. Awesome. What's going on with you? Oh gosh, you know I completely did not prepare for this. Which is all right. Then we can move straight on to the book, which I didn't really. To? Even though, even though I'm the picker, like I didn't really prepare, but I I loved this book so much that I'm prepared to just talk about it for the rest of time. I'm actually scared that you loved it that much. Uh, there was just like delights on every page mm-hmm. from from a from an LITBC perspective. <laughs> L-I-T-B-C. When I say LITBC, it sounds a lot like LGBT, doesn't it? <laughs> I always say litbic. Litbic? That's I like what that. I'm I saying like in my yep. mind when I see it. I, 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 it did not occur to me to think about how to pronounce it until just now, and yeah. I think litbic is great. Yeah, I don't, it sort of sounds like limptic, which makes me laugh. So. <laughs> That's funny too. <laughs> I don't know how to say that in Japanese, but I'm sure that woman is going to ask me tomorrow, <laughs> possibly during the exam. <laughs> Wait, how do you say limptic? <laughs> just say liptic. 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 It sounds like you have a cold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, should we jump into Awakened Vampire Awakenings Book One by Brenda K. Davies? Let's jump fully in. Okay, so as the picker, um, I'm supposed to summarize and I'm supposed to come up with some games. I came up with one game. Um, oh, good. Because I've been spending all of my waking hours on, uh, on Japanese homework, uh, I did not prepare any games. Boy, drinking this fizzy... You're like burping a lot, Yeah, drink, drinking this, this fizzy water during, <laughs> during the episode was maybe not the best idea. Uh... So, uh, but I did, uh, I did enjoy the book very much. And Did you um, like this book? 
I, I love this book. Did I did I like it unironically? No. Um, I mean, it's uh, it's very bad. Uh, I mean, the 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 writing is awful, but in in just the most delightful to me way. Huh. And I wonder uh, why. I don't know. It's what, just what what what, uh, what did it tickle in you? Well, we'll get to it. I've got examples, but okay. I want to summarize first. So, um, Sarah and Kathleen are college roommates, and um, they are very, very different people. Uh, you can tell because um, Sarah is a neat freak, and Kathleen is messy. Hold on one second. Yep. Just for the, the sake of people who may be just jo- joining us for the very first time, this is book one, Vampire Awakenings, um, uh, Awakening called, and it's called Awakened by Brenda K. Davies. Oh, so that thing I just said. You just said that? Oh, well, it was like 30 seconds ago, you, so I can see why you would forget. You totally did? The whole line? I said, what I said was, Awakened, Vampire Awakenings, book one what? by Brenda K. Davies. Oh my God, I totally fell asleep. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Like, um, you know, there's no way to prove it. It's not like we have it all on tape or anything. Shut up. I've heard you say that same thing to Molly on your other show when she's like, well, it's okay. Slipped into like some narcoleptic slumber. I, I, I think I have the kind of voice that's, that's very soothing and, uh, you know, puts, puts people, to, it's like the opposite of salad. That's what my voice is. Like, salad causes like massive uh, uh, energetic orgasms. My my voice causes nappies. Not nappies, Na- but naps. <laughs> like nappies are different. What are nappies? <laughs> nappies is, is uh, British for diapers. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, right. right, right, right. Uh, yeah, so, so, so my, my voice causes you to lose your shit, literally. What's the name of the book? Oh, this book is called <laughs> Awakened uh, Vampire Awakenings, book one. Vampire. Okay, sorry about that. Go ahead. Uh, all right, so Sarah and Kathleen are college roommates. Uh, Sarah is a neat freak, and Kathleen is messy, and this says a lot about their character. Oh, also, Kathleen is outgoing, and Sarah is kind of reserved. And, uh, and there's a hint that, like, she's been hurt in the past and doesn't want to get close to people. Hurt in a bad, bad way. Um, it, uh, uh, it is revealed uh, very close to the beginning that uh, Kathleen has enormous breasts. Uh, they are described as overwhelming, which does not sound like a compliment. It just sounds very uncomfortable. Um, and Kathleen wants to take Sarah out to a party, and Sarah doesn't want to go, um, but she agrees anyway. So they go to Omega House, uh, the uh, the infamous Omega frat house. And, uh, Isn't that Animal House? Is, yeah, sure. Uh, and they meet up with Michelle, who is also hot. And um, Michelle and Kathleen hate each other, but they're both friends with Sarah. And it's never made clear why Michelle, uh, uh, yeah, why Michelle and Sarah are friends because Michelle seems to hate Sarah mm-hmm. uh, and never does anything nice for her at all. Mm-hmm. So uh, did not understand that. Uh, then we learned that Sarah's real name is Serendipity, uh, which uh, well, I'm not sure. We'll talk about what to make of that. Then we cut to Liam. Uh, who is at the party looking to meet drunk girls, and he's hanging with his friend Mike, uh, and he sees Michelle and, and Sarah, and he wants some of that. Um, and uh, some of what? You know, uh, well, maybe maybe this will maybe this will help clarify. A familiar tightening began to fill his groin, which definitely sounds like something treatable. Uh, you know. It sounds very painful. It's, it seems like a lot of things in this book are described in a way that, that are like ordinary, everyday things that are described as if they were a medical condition. Yeah, they sound clinically clinically Like a lot of difficult. descriptions. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, I want to talk a lot about the descriptions of people because that's like most of the book. Yep. Uh, and uh, oh, Sarah, uh, Sarah sees Liam also, and it's love. Uh, then we meet Danielle, who is apparently a different person from Michelle, even though their names are almost the same and I couldn't keep them straight. Uh, and, uh, her hazel eyes are twinkling merrily as eyes do. Uh, and she disappears from the book having accomplished nothing. 
<laughs> um, and then um, they meet uh, Sarah. This is, this is where my written uh, synopsis ends. Uh, Sarah and Liam get together, and there's some smooching, and uh, there's a lot of, oh, like, I shouldn't be doing this. And Liam's like, no, don't worry about it. It's cool. Uh, and then uh, Liam meets back up with his buddies who are jealous that he got with that girl that no one that no one seems to be able to get close to. And Sarah uh, reconvenes with um, Michelle and maybe Danielle mm-hmm. and and maybe what the hell uh, <laughs> and the other Kathleen. What the hell, Danielle um, and Michelle? Yeah, nice. <laughs> Danielle, Michelle, and what the, the hell? hell. Uh, that that's actually a pretty good book title. Uh, and uh, nobody is a vampire. Mm. So and that is that is Awakened so Vampire Awakenings book one. But you didn't mention how uh, Liam keeps talking about how he can't get with her. He can't show any oh. emotions and it is not allowed. And he Oh, you think he's the vampire? Oh yeah, they had so many things that they dropped. Oh. So the the mysterious, super handsome boy actually turns out to be the vampire? Absolutely. Oh. He talks about how he can he's not allowed to get close. What an original idea. Are you just being totally patronizing at this point? Yes, because that's the plot of Twilight. <laughs> I didn't see Twilight. I've never read Twilight. I've done both, no, and that's the I, plot. I have no idea. But no, you really didn't see Liam being the vampire? Of course I did. Okay. Because he is literally the same character as the as, vampire. As vampire. In, okay. Yeah, okay. Twilight. I did not get that. And I don't know who vampire. Edward. That band that you mentioned last week. I don't vampire know. Weekend? Yeah, I have no idea who they are. <laughs> Um, yeah, it turns out that uh, that Liam is actually a member of Va- Vampire Weekend, but he's undercover because he doesn't want to be swarmed by fans. Nice. Or bats. Do you want to take it to a break and then we'll come right back? I would love to do that. Would you that. like to do that? Yes. All right, so you can burp some more. We'll be right back. And we're back. Yeah. Uh, you already mentioned something that I, I thought we should you know, spitball on a little bit, which sounds gross because I don't really want to spitball on someone's overwhelming chest. But... Oh, I do. That's my thing. So Kathleen has an... I totally nailed this. (laughs) I totally didn't nail her. I totally jumped on... No. I... It resonated with me when you said that... uh, No, that's not right. Um, What am I trying to say? (laughs) I Uh, don't know. I wonder when we're... If ever we're going to get there. (laughs) Um, I noted overwhelming chest in my notes here. Because that, that just seemed the strangest... Thing to say, right? It's like uh, it's like I imagine she had a list of descriptors, but, but I, I don't want to interrupt. I want to see where you're going with this. Well, well, I just first of all, I have one question, which is like, it doesn't seem like a woman would write that. It like unless a woman. I mean, most women. I don't know. Like, I I can't imagine a woman saying it. It seems like something a guy would say. Like they'd be smothered by her tits because they're like they're like visual. Unless it's a lesbian who's writing this story, which and is who very knows? possible. But like overwhelming chess, like. I guess a straight girl wouldn't really think about that because... Well, but I mean, it's a romance novel. I mean, romance novels are, are absolutely loaded with breasts. Yeah, but overwhelming chest. It's a very... Like, there's so many ways to describe big boobs. Well, but it's not... that That's not like... A, that doesn't seem like a sexy way of describing it no, either. I'm not saying it's sexy. Right. So, um, I, I, don't, I don't see like like, you know, like a guy writing that any more easily. Okay. Like, it, it just seems like a weird thing to say. Okay. Like, it seems to me like you were coming around the corner at Target and you were pinned up against the wall by someone's overwhelming chest. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, I just didn't know what to do with it. Anyway, my question for you is what on your, what body part on you could someone else describe as overwhelming? Oh, uh, scalp? Your scalp? <laughs> 
Oh, man, we're on a bald theme here. We are? <laughs> I listen to your other podcasts. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have a theme that, that migrated over from my other That's podcast. Right. Don't listen to my other podcast. <laughs> um, okay, an overwhelming scalp. That's a very good answer. And then, uh-huh. and then Sarah is... Um, described as having a small and pert nose. Yes. Right after Kathleen's overwhelming chest. Everybody's nose gets gets like gets described. described in detail in this book. Detail. I think there's some nose staking that's going to happen later. Well, <laughs> speaking of staking, sorry, am I interrupting you? If I well, I just want to know what on your body is considered small and pert. Oh God, everything, everything <laughs> except the the scalp. Is pert mean like erect? No, I think pert means like cute, uh, like like cute and and like you know, uh, not droopy. I guess so, like like sort of upturned, erect. Okay, yes, <laughs> I guess I agree. A half chub. Um, did you catch? Speaking of what you said a minute ago, yes, made her steak on the room. Yes, yes, it was so lame. <laughs> I wrote. Oh, I'm I wrote, so glad we both noticed that. Yeah. So the roommate uh, was Kathleen there had arrived at the college yeah. two days before Sarah and had made her steak on the room first. Yep. They dropped the word steak into this vampire book on like page one. Page one. It right. was beautiful. It was so funny and obvious. I really liked the line between Sarah and Kathleen, the lesbian line. They had first been thrust together freshman year. Yes. <laughs> and, and since then, they found themselves thrust together just again and again. How does this keep happening? The word thrust came up three times in 10 pages. Oh, yeah. But none of, right, all just like, none mm-hmm. of it's sexual. Well, but, but I think purposefully laid in there. Yes. For future uses. Yeah, Liam wants to get purposely laid in there. The roommates are thrust together in a lug situation. You know what that is? Yes. Yes. It's lesbians until graduation. And then drinks are thrust into each other's hands. Oh, oh I liked, I also like alcohol was being passed around. Right. Nobody has ever, ever said, said that, that. It's ever. A, it's like marijuana was And also was um, a, 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 a cup of beer was referred to as a cup of draft. No Have one you ever says heard that. this? No, no one says that. No one says that. Um, except, I don't know, maybe... Uh, as you know, I'm a college student now. Um, maybe that's like a cool thing that the kids say today. Mm, maybe. Um, what I noticed mostly about the fraternity party where everyone was would arrive and someone would thrust alcohol <laughs> into their hand, that never happened Absolutely to me not. throughout no. college. There'd be long lines yes. for beer. And mostly it would just be like your f- feet would stick to the floor till you, you know... And then you, you wait in the line for freaking ever. You know where that happens is in a party on TV. Right. So, I mean, basically, we have, a, we have a TV party going on in this book, which is fine. I know, but it was alcohol too convenient. Yes. Um, okay, there were, I don't, I, I feel like I don't want to get to the best stuff because I want to savor it, um, you know, savor the, the, uh, the anticipation. But, uh, you know, if you want to know why I love this book so much, nothing sums it up more than this line. Kathleen had the energy and sometimes the capability of causing as much, much destruction as a tornado. However, unlike a tornado, Kathleen never intended to harm anyone or anything. It's the worst line ever. And I wrote it down, too. I'm and did so you notice glad. that there was a missing comma? Yes, I did. I read it with the with I put the missing comma back in. I know. I read it without the comma. And I was like, oh, this is it was a bad sense to begin with. And then without the comma it was just made even worse. OK, but I want I want to. So since we know now, I mean, I learned something from this book that tornadoes have feelings and intentions. Uh, what other weather weather patterns? Weather. <laughs> yeah. Things are getting a lot wetter with this tornado and everything. Uh, I mean, now, sh- should I ascribe, like, emotions to all weather patterns? I don't, uh, you I know, don't know. This... Do you think there was, like, 
I don't know. I don't know. That's I don't know. I think the sun is is intending to piss me off today by shining so much and making it hot in here and disgusting. I think I think when people have sticky knickers, it's really a form of impending rain. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> My new band name, Sticky Knickers. Um, okay, I want to know why do you think Michelle and Sarah are friends? I, I want a serious. Uh, do, do you have serious? a? Do you have like a friend that hates you? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I have to say I can a little bit relate to that. Okay. And I don't think it's hate. I think it's uh, jealousy. Oh, because... Because I'm great. Oh, oh, you have friends that... that no, that... I'm just joking about that. Um, no, I think that I have in my past, in my in college and in my early 20s, before you're mature enough to really be like, those people are terrible and you don't want to hang out with them. Okay. Uh, you're, it's like keep your enemies closer, keep, you know, keep your friends close, keep your enemies oh, closer kind of Oh, you had thing. enemies in college? Not really. Were you, were you like some kind of undercover agent or superhero? No, none of those things. Uh, but I just think sometimes people will, you know, keep the people that they're threatened by very close hmm. to them. And this probably is one of those things. Um, I, I, I didn't have any uh, enemies in college like you. I mean, I, uh, they're called frenemies. Yeah, I didn't have any frenemies. There was this guy in college who um, like seemed more successful at me than me at things and uh, and a real jerk about it. And like I wanted that guy to just disappear. Um, but I didn't like try to keep him close. I just tried to stay away from him. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't seek out people who I didn't like at all. Like I don't get it, but I, I can relate on some level to it. Um, okay, so more more delicious morsels from uh, from Vampire Awakening, Awakened Vampire Awakenings Book One, which I'm going to keep saying because uh, maybe then Becky won't forget that I've said it before. Mm. Who wrote it? Uh, oh, that would be Brenda K. Davies. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, who also writes under another name, which I've forgotten. Hmm. Uh, did you catch the part where Liam, where this is uh, regarding Liam, he couldn't see her eyes, but he imagined that they were as spectacular as the rest of her. Yes, it was a very strange line. It was very strange, because like... I imagined two black holes in her face. Like, that, I instantly imagined a, a pretty girl's face with just these... Just right, cause, yeah, because like, first of all, why couldn't he see, see them? Her, why couldn't he see when them? he could see the rest of her? Right, uh, and <laughs> maybe and also, her, her upturned pert nose was somehow blocking. Um, yeah, I mean, like, and also, like, why didn't he say like uh, he uh, he couldn't see her ass? But it was probably pretty great too. Oh, I'm sure they're going to get to that. Oh yeah, they're going to get deep, deeply into that. Yes, I want to know why you hate Danielle so much. Um, I don't know who Danielle is. <laughs> You're like, who ends up doing nothing, accomplishing nothing, and is gone. We only read 10 pages of the book. Maybe she's got a no, really I mean, important from character, uh, role you, later. Right, but if you don't make, a, make an impression in 10 pages, like, what, what are you doing? You know what I realized? That Look Inside This Book Club, or Lit Bic, is, like, basically book club, ADD book club, right? Yeah, in sure. Some, in some ways. Like, I used to have the 75-page rule. I had a... Uh, I would read a book for Wow, 75, 75 pages is so generous. You know, that's what my friends say, and I don't get that, because I really feel like you don't fully get into the swing of a book until 75 pages. And and I think you got to... Uh, I mean, someone needs to get naked on page one, first of all, <laughs> or, or I'm burning the book. Which is why we've picked this particular selection of books um, recently. Yeah, and I, I mean, to be fair, no one gets naked on page one of this book, but they're overwhelming Her breasts. eyes were naked. Yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, uh, yeah, I mean, look at all the things this book gives you in the first 10 pages. It gives you a tornado with feelings, uh, an overwhelming chest, uh, a familiar tightening, um, <laughs> like a, a blank eyed freak girl, uh, and no vampires. And I don't like vampires that much. So this book is the best. So it takes Kathleen three hours to get ready to go to the frat party. Right. 
has how long does it take you to get ready? Um, do you think like how many of those hours are, are spent like <laughs> applying foundation to her overwhelming chest? <laughs> uh, oh, how long does it take me to get ready for a party? That's a serious answer or or humorous answer? First thing that comes to mind. Um, I'm going to say 35 minutes. Do you have to do something for your overwhelming scalp? Uh, Yes, I put on a hat. You don't buff it? Oh, should I? Have you ever shined up your head? Should... um, well, I was I was wondering about this. Like, like at what point should I shave it? Because it has like little, you know, stubbly oh, bits that are yeah. probably not the best look. Probably when the rest of your hair goes. Um, That's my feeling. All right, because you know it still looks like there's a, an illusion of some hair there. Yeah, I, that's what I choose to believe. Right, also, but, but once the other hair is gone, I'm glad my, my my reality distortion field is working on you. Can you do a comb over on one eighth of an inch of hair? <laughs> you can you can try to do whatever you want. Oh, it is a comb over. I see that now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah. So so most of the time is spent combing uh, uh, ineffectually. You take longer to get ready than I do. Um, uh, that might have been an exaggeration. Okay. Well, how long do you take to get ready? I mean, it depends if I'm showering or not. Uh, you're not. Then I can be ready in about fifteen minutes. Interesting. Uh-huh. Um. So well, when I saw three hours to get ready, I was just like, "Wow!" Let's break it down hour by hour. What do you think is what, happening? What we think is happening. Okay. I think getting into her bra is at least an hour. Oh, yes. She's going to need someone on the back with a foot and, like, pull, <laughs> pulling. They need um, a, uh, like, a spatula. Uh-huh. Um, well, and she's a pig, so she needs an hour just to find the clothes. Oh, absolutely, to yes. To find the things. Uh, and she's dressing someone else. That takes time. Wait, she's, oh, oh right, because yeah. she always picks out, she bought clothes she for buys Sarah. clothes for Sarah. Uh, yeah, okay, so that's the first, the first hour is, uh, is cantilevering the bosoms. Oh my uh, god, that's a great expression. Isn't it? Um, have you have you read the book Cantilevering the Bosoms? <laughs> no, but by... you, you said it like you've done it before. Like, <laughs> because I didn't relate when they said a familiar tightening in the groin. Like that didn't make any sense to me. But cantilevering bosoms, I can relate to that, and it sounds like you can too. Let's let's say yes. Do you have boobs? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. Um, sorry, I didn't yes and there at all. Not at all. Um, Yes. No, I'm uh, I'm 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 a B, but I'm working up to a C. Can I can I change the subject? Please. Um, <laughs> Please God. <laughs> I um have this weird tick where I make anagrams where You say no, you have this weird tit? Tick. <laughs> tit tit. Okay. And this weird tit where I make anagrams where no one's asked me to make an anagram. Oh I, wow, that's I, a, that's obnoxious. It's obnoxious. Let's hear it. It's sort of like pun, like being punny. So I read Sarah as arse the entire book. Oh, that's great. Okay, <laughs> and, I Le- take... and Liam is Lima. Oh, that doesn't nice. make sense. Arse, arse and Lima. Oh no, it was because it was L I A M. Yeah, yes, Lima. That makes perfect sense. So it was arse. I think and... we're going to say Liam is male. No, it's uh, so it's Lima and arse, and that's how I was reading them most of the book. Uh, how about lame? There's no E in it. L A I M, lame. L L A I M, lame. <laughs> that's, that's not how it's spelled. No, it isn't. <laughs> Speaking of spelling, oh, there's a spelling error. I no, missed? no. Oh. This was my other favorite thing, and I wanted to see if you if you caught this also. So, uh, as we mentioned, Sarah's name is is spelled S E R A or uh, Ars A R S E. Yes, and I assume it's pronounced Sarah, right? Not like Sarah. I did Sarah. Okay, I did Sarah also, and I assume that's what. No, Hanny... you're saying Sarah. I'm Sarah. I, I'm saying Sarah. Oh, Sarah. Like serendipity. Okay, um, that's her full name. Mm. But do you think, like, if she introduced herself to a a guy at a frat party and said and said 
say the thing you said again. Sarah. 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 Do you think he would notice that that was any different from Sarah? Absolutely not. Okay. That's what I was wondering because she introduces herself to Liam as Sarah and he says, that's unusual. As uh, I, she must have pronounced it Sarah. I think I think you are giving the uh, this book way too much credit. I think he somehow heard the spelling of her name. <laughs> Do you think she's deaf and signed it? That is absolutely possible. Another possibility is that in the the vampire mythos of this of this series of this world that Brenda K Davies has built, maybe one of the powers of a vampire is the ability to hear how a word is spelled when someone says it. Hmm. Do you think he could hear there wasn't a comma in that sentence? <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. Oh God, I, think I heard so. it loud and clear. Oh boy. Should we take it to a break? Yes, we should. Okay, we are back, and Matthew. Um, I want to know, did you notice, not only is everything being thrusted, but did you notice that everyone is drawling? Yes. yes. So it was kind of like, we're not going to say, we're going to show, like good writers do, we're not going to say we're in Charleston or we're in, you know, Lubbock, Texas, you know, wherever. <laughs> we're going to just say everyone all the fucking time is drawling. Yes. Which is and just a very strange affect. I started affect. to read it as drooling, Me which too. was much more interesting. Me too. Everyone, the entire book draws Everything. Yes. And really, I mean, they are all drooling over each other. They're drooling and they're drinking too much. They're slobbering and they're drawling, drooling. It's just, it was just very, it just screamed out at me. Okay. So um, we probably have some other games that we need to get to, but I just want to call out some more, some more choice, choice gems from from this book because... Mm -hmm. There, there are so many that I rejected and didn't put on the list because I knew then it would be a two-hour episode. And I think one of my future picks is going to be Vampire Awakenings book two. I'm just going <laughs> to say that now. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, again, with the, the description. So most of this book, it's not an exaggeration to say, like, probably more than 50% of this book is made up of descriptions of people's physical appearance. It's so true. Um, and, and I think, I mean, you know, this is not a joke. I, if you ask me to describe a person, like a person that I've just met, you know, take them away and say, what did that person look like? I would maybe come up with one thing. And that thing would be overwhelming chest, <laughs> regardless of what the person looked it like. Wouldn't be, it wouldn't be thickening in their groin. <laughs> yes, I noticed I noticed they had a thickening of the groin, and, and they should probably get that looked at. Massive, massive one-eighth inch comb over. So this is, these are, uh, Liam, good, uh, you know, lucky Liam finally does get to see Sarah's eyes, uh, which is what every guy is hoping to see. So this is how you know it was written by a woman, is that the, the, uh, the, the guy is, the is drooling over the eyes. Right. Um, which is which is a thing that women think that men are interested in. Uh, Wait, her, they're not. Her eyes were spectacular. <laughs> they were a swirling combination of sapphire blue and vivid purple. Oh, I remember the that violet line. mingled with the blue in such a way that it was almost impossible to discern one color from the other. <laughs> I imagine Liam. They are black holes. Right. I imagine Liam holding like a microscope <laughs> or like saying, get, you know, put your face under this microscope. I need to discern one color from the other. I think he's got like the Home Depot paint color wheel. He's holding it up, fans it out. That's exactly it. Yes. Well, yeah. What Pantone colors were they? You know, I want some numbers to put on this. So, wait, guys never look into women's eyes? No, no. It's, 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 uh, uh, no, no, you're looking in my eyes. No, you're not. Well, I don't know. I don't want to be like, like you know, get into stereotypical, stereotype. like, like you know, dudes do this, like you know, hey, hey, everybody, you know, isn't you know, women be shopping kind of territory. But <laughs> what I will say is, um, 
I, uh, even like, you know, a couple of enlightened, uh, progressive, uh, 21st century guys, you know, they get together and have a conversation about, about some, some women that they have been, they have met or have been seeing recently. Uh, you know, they, they may talk about their, their personality, their sense of humor and say she was really smart. You know, she's from such and such a place. That's interesting. Uh, she has such and such physical characteristics, which I, which I find, uh, very beguiling. I have never had a conversation where eyes were, were part of this. It just doesn't seem... Interesting. What about the big eyes that are a little bit lower than the chin? Do those eyes get <laughs> talked about? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The chest the eyes. The overwhelming ones? Yeah, the yeah, overwhelming yeah. chest eyes. Yeah, that, a lot that, of women are like, my eyes are... That may come up from time to time. Maybe, maybe we just have... It's a semantic thing. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it is. I think men are talking about those eyes oh, all the time. Maybe that's what, what he's talking about. Maybe, maybe it is. Oh, that's why That's why, that's why she doesn't want to get close to anyone. Oh. She secretly has blue and purple tits. Absolutely. And you can't tell where, where the blue ends and the purple and the violet begins. We have cracked this. <laughs> it's like how in Twilight vampires sparkle in the sun. In uh What? Wow. You you really before I know, we get I really any don't. further. I no, really no, you really do. Do not. That is your assignment for next it, week. It, I will not do it. Okay. Anyway, in Twilight, the vampires sparkle in the sun. Spoiler alert, that's why vampires don't like to go out in the sun. Uh Sarah, maybe Sparkle it, sounds good though. It is good. Like they're nice vampires. Uh except okay. for the mean ones. Uh and so so that's Sarah's thing that like secretly um mm-hmm. she and maybe and maybe all the characters in this book. Maybe, maybe Liam, maybe the familiar tightening was, was his dick turning green because that's part of his, his uh, you know, uh, superpower array. I have a question for you. Please. What? Okay, let's assume that Liam is the vampire. Oh, I thought you were going to say, let's assume Liam's dick is green. Let's assume Liam's dick is green. <laughs> he, so he's the vampire. What sex act are they doing in which he decides to reveal that he's a vampire? Um, oh, you want me to, to speculate on this? Yes. Um, oh, boy. This could go wrong in so many ways, couldn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, when you say reveal he's a vampire, you mean, like, start start sinking the teeth in? Yeah. Or, or like, just, like, like or, or say, you know, like, politely, like, before we go any further, there's something I need to tell you. Hmm. Um, what if she's on her period? <laughs> I, bet that, I bet that is a common topic in vampire books. Do you think? I, I, I've never read any vampire book other than Twilight, but I Listeners, mean, come on. Let us know. You, is there a menstrual f- vampire genre or, or, or I don't want listeners mean, to let us know about this. I want to know. You Okay. Again, listeners, anytime someone on this show says, listeners, let us know, that means get in touch with Becky and, and just go into <laughs> oh, you, excruciating detail. You have been interested. You have, you have spoken directly to the listeners. I have heard it on this show. Um, yes, but I was asking. You have requested things of them, but not not gross things. Oh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll back tape. Um, okay, great. And menstrual blood isn't. I, mean, I mean, I've never said something like if you have an overwhelming chest, send pictures. Did I you would just never say, say that. Menstrual blood is gross. You said that. I did not. <laughs> you said it's gross. <laughs> I said gross things, but I wasn't. Re- Wait a minute. <laughs> you, I didn't say menstrual blood was gross. I said menstrual vampires were gross. <laughs> <laughs> I just think they're efficient. <laughs> okay, I got to agree a, with that. It's a way of sur- surviving without killing someone, and maybe that's what's going to happen here. Um, they could also get a job as a phlebotomist. That does happen. There is a phlebot- phlebotomist, I can never say that, a <laughs> vampire thing going on. 
Okay. That's I, a thing. I believe you. That is a thing. Um, okay, more. Wait, more... Buffy. Buffy had that. Had a vampire phlebotomist? The, well, they would go and get um, blood from a blood, right. bank, blood bank so that they didn't have to hurt anyone or kill anyone. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Was was the person who worked at the blood bank a vampire or just like a middleman? I, I can't remember. Um, okay. Uh, so, uh, so not Kathleen, Sarah, uh, the, the, uh, with the, with the unusual name and, um, the multicolored <laughs> breasts gets together with Liam and, uh, and they do it. Mm-mm. They kiss. Oh, they do it. I was like, they <laughs> did not do it. That's doing it, right? No, it is that's, not. That's fourth base. <laughs> not even close. Okay. Uh, I, to me, that's fifth base because it doesn't get more intimate than a kiss. Um, <laughs> yet another I mean, uh, and, and stereotype false to and men. A, a little bit of cantilevering. Um, <laughs> she, closed her, her, she closed her eyes as his lips brushed against hers. They sent a shower of sparks and heat throughout her body. Do you recall, when you were a kid, did you have fire, like home fireworks on the yes. 4th of July? Yes. And they all had like a warning label that said, emit shower of sparks? Yep. I think he was wearing a t-shirt that said that. You think so? Yes. Mm. So she should have known what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. There was so many, like, just so much bad romance writing that, that happened around the, the kissing. Oh, yes. I just, I it mean. It was so romantic. Oh, and the fact that uh, this book is free on Kindle, and one of our listeners was confused as to where to stop, so we had to say, "Well, just get up to." And the line that Matthew stopped at, which was the end of oh, the, oh yes of the the legitimate end of the Kindle sample, was his half erect something. He was still he was st- still slightly yeah. partially erect, Wrecked, so he wouldn't mind using one of the women to finish right. him off or something. That's Speaking like speaking of which, did you, this? I think this is the last thing I have written down, but uh, one of my favorites. Jack and Doug followed behind him. A redhead was under Jack's arm and a brunette under Doug's. <laughs> Did they have them in headlocks? That's the way that's, it seems. That's absolutely. There's no other way to picture that. I, know, is I, there? Think, I felt like it was sort of like a noogie game waiting yes, to happen. Like, yeah. Oh, um, I got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, hey, uh, hey, Jack, I got some last night. Yeah. Some noogies. What, how do you spell noogie? I think N-O-O-G-I-E. Where does that come from, that word? I did it all for the noogie. Uh, I don't know. It's. I think it's just like onomatopoetic. Noogie. It's such a funny word. I've never really thought about it before. Yeah. No, um, let's, uh, let's go there. Hmm. Noogie. It sort of sounds like nougat. N- nougat. <laughs> Which is not a word. <laughs> not nougat. Nougat. Oh, it sounds like or nougat. Nougat or nugget. It's using someone's head as nougat. <laughs> That's where it comes from. <laughs> See, I, th- I thought you were going to say nugget. I, I kind of went between both of them. Between 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 a nugget and a, a nugget. <laughs> That's so, so folks. Our, our book next week is between a nugget and a nugget. It's by the, it's by that guy uh, uh, James Franco who was stuck between two rocks and had to cut his arm off. I'm all hot. I'm so hot. I can't think. Would uh, you eat a cookie called a fig noogie? <laughs> uh, I probably already have. I would eat any cookie. Would you? That's the thing. A fig, sure. a fig noogie. Yeah. What? What do you think? Like, I should be skeptical of what's inside the cookie. I don't know why noogie really bothers me. All of a sudden. Wait, is it noogie or noogie? Oh, that's a good question. It's, I think it's, it's noogie. Noogie. It sort of sounds like noogie or doogie. I really feel like we're saying the n word. We're not. I, I know, but it that. feels like we are. Wow. Um, so um, if you have any feelings about uh, uh, institutionalized racism and uh, how podcasts can, can help or hurt, uh, send uh, that to Becky. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get lots of emails. Yeah. Um, 
I, I have one one last thing yeah, on my list here, which is that um, Sarah. It's pronounced Soiree. Sarah. Sarah. Leaves the party at one moment to get some fresh air because nothing nothing is not fresh. Uh, nothing is as fresh as the inside of a frat party. Uh-huh. So she leaves to go experience some actual fresh air, and she lays her puts her long legs out in front of her on the grass and looks up at the moon and starts to feel tickly and glittery because of the drinks and sparkly inside of her. And she saw that hot dude. No, yeah, oh, and be- from before. is that before? No, it was before okay. that, and she or maybe it was after. I don't remember, and she laughs out loud because of the drinks in her. Has anyone ever, ever laughed out loud on their own like that? Um, yeah, I think like serious, <laughs> serious I'm committed alcoholics. She, well, she is not. Right, so I think I would, I think everyone would stay away from this person. Exactly, and I don't think it's very common. And it reminded me of that funny meme that was on the internet about women, uh, Laughing, women smiling, eating, or no, what was it? Women, women laughing, laughing, eating salad. Women laughing, eating salad. Yeah, I know I, all about this popular meme yeah, right. that you emailed me about like two hours two ago. Hours ago. Uh, just women loving salad so much, they're like, ah, salad. That's what this reminded me of, this description of her just laughing alone at the sparkly drinks in her system. Uh, <laughs> sparkly drinks in her system. <laughs> I got to get some more of this alcohol in my system. You know, just certain Have things. Have you just... tried alcohol? This stuff is great. Some some writing sticks in your craw. Uh-huh. Tornado writing, commaless writing, laughing at the stars. That's where the commas went. The tornado got them. Ah, it, it blew, swept up punctuation. You know, all the little bits just got got swept away, but the edifice remained. Do you think that her overwhelming chest will keep her grounded to the earth? During, during the, the tornado? During tornado. I think absolutely yes. Mm-hmm. Um, or... Uh, or possibly like like carry her aloft like a like a parachute or an umbrella. Mm. Sarah at one point was was dressed by Kathleen to wear a very tight fitting shirt showing her midriff. Wait, did it say midriff? Midriff. Is another word? No, it's midriff. I thought there was a T at the end of it. I don't believe so. Is, it's M I D R I F F. I believe it's M I D R I F F. Yep. That sounds like you're in the middle of like a scat thing. Uh, Jazz, not, oh. not, sorry, I should clarify to you. Where do you think this book is going? Midrift. I think that I'm, we might have to pause. I, okay. Pause. Anyway, I, I, I got so focused on, on uh, your pronunciation that I missed the question. So she, she's wearing the tight. But it's mi- pronounced midriff. Yeah. Oh, you said midriff. No, and I, I was, was like, I was, was more. I was, I was saying it ex- in an exaggerated way so that you would catch that that it didn't have a T at the end, end. Yes. or a D for that matter. <laughs> I I I agree with you. As soon as I said mid mid drift, I realized it wasn't, of course, with the T at the end. But then I was, then I was taking exception to the fact that it wasn't pronounced mid riff. Okay, so she's wearing this tight this tight <laughs> top with the mid riff that that you could not quite see. Notice that uh, she had uh, purple tits. Do you think he noticed? That she had a belly button, or do you think he didn't see that she had a belly button? Oh, he didn't see it, but he imagined it was exquisite. You know, guys always notice belly buttons. That's what I'm thinking. We, we never talk about anything else. Do you think that there were swirls of violet and purple? Right after this episode, I am going to spend hours on a belly button website. Do you have an innie or an outie? Do I? Mm-hmm. Uh, innie. Hmm. Does, uh, do people have outies? <laughs> 
This is, I, I'm serious. Some people have sobs. I don't, wait, what's that? A car. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, God. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't think I've seen, ever seen an Audi I on have. a non-pregnant adult. I have on children, and I wonder if they get sucked back in when they turn a certain age. I, when they turn a certain age and, like, they get a belly. <laughs> uh, no, I, I've, I've honestly never seen this. Listeners, please write to Matthew if you have an Audi and send a picture. Um, all right. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a thing we said. Where, where can they find us, Matthew? Um, you know, actually, we, it's not like we're giving out our personal email addresses. So if they want to get in touch with us, they can do so on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc or lookinsidetbic. <laughs> Litvik. It's not Litvik. It's no. It's don't lit, go, don't go, go there. That's no, probably something else. That's, that's probably like the, really the Long scary. Island uh, Truckers and Boaters Club. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Sounds wait, like a great club. We haven't said what our next book is. Oh, that's because we haven't. Wait, did you pick it? No. Okay, then we're gonna pause again. I fuck. <laughs> we have a list. And we're back. We're back. Uh, from that, from that unexpected hiatus. Yes, where we go through our process. Would you like to describe our process for picking? Oh, books? our process for picking books. Okay, so um, we uh, we put out a uh, request for proposals. Yep. Uh, a bunch of people proposed to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we turned them down because we're already married. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, then to each we, other? No, no, to other people. Okay. And uh, then we go on Amazon and say, "Does this book uh, look like it would work for the show?" Mm-hmm. No, it looks like it might be too entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, then uh, we like just take the uh, most uh, the last the last book in the series. Mm. I look for uh, names that are spelled in such a way that I feel that people are just going to know how they sound, you know, without wait. Oh, you like, know what I mean? uh, like yeah, Sarah. Like you'll just say it, you know, like Mark M A R. F. Yep, Marf. <laughs> that that's unusual. We should get to know each other. Your eyes are, are it's, pronou- it's pronounced Mark. Your eyes are half yellow and and half chartreuse, and you can't tell where the yellow ends and the chartreuse begins. Hi, I'm Mark. I. <laughs> Hi, Marf. I, I mean, Mark. It's an unusual name, Mark. Uh, Mark. It's an it's an unusual name. You what should things, meet my friend John. What are things like downstairs? Green and half erect. I hope. Uh, John's name is spelled P H R E D. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought you were going to go like G-I-A-N, but <laughs> no. you went all the way. All the way. Down all the, the way. Fred Tunnel. I already forgot um, our new book. Okay, it's uh, Never never Lick a Stranger. No, Never it's, Lick a Stranger? <laughs> um, never Smile at a Stranger by Jennifer Janes. That's J-A-Y-N-E-S. Right, and it goes nicely after what we just talked about, about, you know, smile, sweetheart. So exactly. don't smile. Yeah, that's, Never. That's smile. my new thing. You know, as a as a card carrying feminist, I'm going to uh, start today yelling at women. Hey, stop smiling! Stop smiling! <laughs> I I pay attention. All right. So uh, with that, uh, uh, we already said where you can find us. Um, please uh, read the free excerpt of "Never Never Smile at a Stranger's Junk" by Jennifer <laughs> Janes, and uh, you will. We will see you back here in two weeks, guaranteed, uh, with more of this stuff. Wow. All right then. See you next time. I feel like I really want to I want to do I want to have like a uh uh you know I was going to say like like what a radio DJ would do like at the sign off of a morning show, but I don't know what they do at the sign off of a morning show. When was what? the last time I even listened to I a morning know. show? I don't really listen to radio very much. Uh They say the time a lot. Okay. Yes. Hey everyone. It's uh it's currently 
uh, 4.23 p.m. in Seattle. And this, you're, is a, this is station identification. Yeah, and you're listening to KLITBC, that's pronounced Clit BC Radio, uh, and uh, oh, making love... making the people of British Columbia very, very, very happy. Very uncomfortable or uncomfortable. Clit BC, I love it. What uh, can we add a letter to to the beginning of our show? We like, just did. Okay, great. I, yeah. I was I was hoping maybe you were going to tell me what it stood for, but no. It let let's let it remain a mystery, it's- like the mystery we're going to be reading next week. Uh, Never smile at a stranger uh, by uh, Jennifer Joyne. It's pronounced Joyne. Mark. By Mark Mark James. No, Clint BC is pronounced Mark. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Oh, you can't explain humor.